This is part two of the topic of joy. Awesome Angie is hosting MJ, Kevin, and Robin, the team on the topic of joy. Part two, go to godfocuspodcast.com and enjoy the whole team. Welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today we are continuing our discussion on joy. Does anyone have a question they want to start off with, something that's really on their heart that they want to just lead off with. God commands us every day to rejoice. Restir your joy, he says. Restir your joy. So rejoice today, right now, everybody. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> awesome. That's it right there. <sighs> Made you giggle. That's rejoicing. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Joy is within us, especially those of us that are believers. And that was one of our discussions we started last week is for anyone that's not a, a believer in Christ, how is it that they experience joy? And I don't know, did we flush that out completely? Does anybody want to speak to that anymore today? You know, joy comes from within us. And when we're when we're Christians, you know, we're standing on, on a rock, uh, our, the rock of Jesus. And we're coming from that faith of knowing that Jesus is our salvation and the Bible is true and God is our father. And for people that don't understand mm -hmm. that, they can still experience joy as an emotion, but it's coming from a different place. The source is different. Does anyone have any other thoughts for that? I was thinking uh, last week even that um, about the question, about this question, and um, something that came to my mind is that God makes it rain. This is from the Bible, by the way, and not, not my original thought. Uh, God makes it rain on the just and the unjust, and um, that made me think about about um, the gifts from God, you know, like grace and joy, which is our topic currently. Um, so perhaps he gives that gift, you know, to anyone uh, he wants to, even if they're not believers. <laughs> um, I don't really know the answer. Um, it's interesting how, back to that thought that I was initiating with, you know, where the source, like what is the source of joy? And for someone that's not a believer, um, they, they could be getting joy from their environment, from relationships, from other believers around them. They might be feeling the joy, but it's not within them. Am I off base on that? Or does that make sense? <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree uh, with what you said last week that, you know, a joy is a fruit of the spirit and Christians have the Holy Spirit within them. So, yes, I do agree. Uh, well, you know, and it was like uh, Kevin said, too, about the source being God for believers, the source of joy being God himself. So uh, and we also discussed about the things, you know, in our lives that no matter who you are, you know, there are things that bring us joy, you know, like I said, our family and our friends and sometimes even the simplest things. 
Absolutely. Because God is, God is in all of it. He, he created everything. But for someone that doesn't believe that, maybe we need to have a non-believer on the call at some point. Yes. But, uh, that would be an, that would be a good conversation to have with someone who's maybe is not a Christian because there's lots of other religions out there that, you know, they, they experience joy and be interesting to get their perspective. In Romans, Romans 15, 13, it says, may the God of hope in hope in hope, God is love. God is love. So in hope will fill you with all joy and peace. And here's the most important thing in that verse. It says, as you trust in him. So you have to trust in him. You have to lean on him. It's like leaning on a chair. You have to lean on him and say, thank you and accept it. I have to accept what I was just given. You know, if I emailed every one of you guys right now, a hundred dollars and said, here's a hundred dollars, just accept it. You probably would. So why don't, if he's giving you to this morning, He's giving you joy. Just accept it and just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving me that. You are the God of hope. You are the God of love. You have filled us with joy and peace. And as you just say those words, you'll just feel like, oh, I'm pretty comfortable right now. Well, how about this? On the flip side, for those times of crisis when... Things are not like the circumstances are just not looking good at all. And, you know, any, the world around you could be crumbling and, you know, maybe as a Christian that the joy is in you and that you're supposed to be feeling joy, but you don't feel joy. What mm -hmm. do you do in those times? Um, and since all of us on this call are Christians, we'll be coming from that perspective as a Christian, knowing that joy is in us. How do we call upon it and build that muscle? I like, to, I like to think of it as a muscle. You know, as we live this life and have different experiences, we grow when we notice and learn from the things that we experience. And there's times when we don't feel the joy. What do we do at that point? Does, I, can anyone relate to that? Is that a... I, I lean on music. And I, I go to music, I pull up YouTube and I'll pull up all my favorite uh, songs that I've ever heard that start stirring me and uh, in the car the same way as I'm driving. You know, it says in the in the Bible, you know, make a joyous noise. Well, I make some noises. I, I'm not sure if I'm on tune or I uh, got the right words, but I'm singing with it. I'm working with it. And that's helping my soul. Get off of what I was thinking about. Get away from that. That was negative. I got to get away. Music helps me. That's what I do. I think you're, um, you know, when we talk about the fruit of the spirit, more and more I'm coming to realize that it is fruit. It's not. There is something else that is planted, something else that has grown that is that is blooming this fruit. Right. Mm -hmm. And and what it is that has planted that's what I, I am continually trying to learn. What is that? What is this? What is this plant that is producing this fruit? I think joy comes from uh, having a confidence that what the Bible says is true. It comes from a confidence that if you 
if you read the Bible and you not understand it in your head, but really accept it in your heart, when you really have a belief, when you really have faith that, yes, Jesus died on the cross for me, that's the, that's that, you know, the tree as they talk about it, right? That's the, that's the, that's the plant that has grown that is producing fruit and the joy and the hope um, those come from this idea that I have this belief, this belief that I have faith. I believe, I believe in what the Bible says. I believe it with my heart, not just with my head. I believe it inside me such that I am, no matter, no matter what is happening in my life, I, this is a truth. This, this, what the Bible says is the truth. It's not words on paper. It's not something that I've, I've heard and kind of put in my head. I know this as much as I know anything about this world. And that, that belief is what carries you when you are struggling to feel it. That's my opinion. I think you're right on. I'm going to expand on a couple things that I heard Mike say first about leaning on music. And I think we should come back around to this, but the difference between joy and rejoice, I'd love to explore that. So someone make a note for me. That's a sideline because that's where the music comes in. That's putting energy and emotion and life into uh, you know into the words, and you sing. You sing your heart out. Um, which brings me to what Kevin was saying about you know the whole uh, double-minded man is unstable. I put that on a list for a future discussion because that's a whole discussion. But the head, we get in our head <laughs> and we get stuck there. And what Kevin was just talking about is anchoring in our heart. And, and when you plant that seed, like say an apple tree, like you have an apple seed, you plant an apple seed, it's not going to grow into a maple or a grapevine. You know, when you plant an apple seed, you're going to get an apple tree. So when God planted that seed of joy in our hearts, we know that that's going to grow up. We have certainty that's going to grow up into joy, whatever that looks like for us. You know, like a FedEx, like when you, uh, when you order something, you know, it's coming by FedEx and you have certainty, you know, it's going to show up. And sometimes there's hiccups in that, but (laughs) there's, there's usually ways they can track it, but there's certainty. There's um, you just know, there's this knowing. And, you know, the more you use FedEx, you know, you, the more you trust it, you know, like, like driving, you know, there's this little line in the middle of the road <laughs> and you just kind of know everyone stays on their line and everyone's, you know, everything works fine. And then when you happen to go over that line, that's when problems happen. Um, but there's that trust there. And that's that knowing that, hey, I'm on the right path and I'm going to stay in my lane and be safe and, um, Go as fast as I, you know, go within the laws, obviously, you got to be in the laws. The road is an interesting analogy because there are laws and you can break the laws and there's ways to expand those laws. Um, but we have to believe and have faith that that seed of joy that God placed in our heart as a Christian is going to blossom. But like with any tree, like you put an apple seed you know, and planted up in Alaska. I don't know if apple trees grow up there. Probably not very well. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never done any study on Alaskan plants, but 
um, you have to have the right environment to grow a seed. Just because you plant a seed, just because the seed is there, doesn't mean it's actually going to grow and thrive and develop the fruit it's supposed to. We've got a crab apple in our backyard that it didn't even bloom last year. It's a big, beautiful tree, and but it didn't bloom. And there were no crab apples. It had it produced no fruit last year. There was something in its environment it did not like. And uh, that's part of our responsibility as humans. We have the seed of joy planted in us. It's our job to cultivate it, to know that it's there, to have certainty around it and provide that environment for it to thrive. Um, that was a long dissertation. Does anyone have any thoughts? I'll, I'll, I'll stop talking for a moment. That was awesome, Angie. Um, well, you know, I just look at prayer. You know, we always say, well, we got to pray about it. It doesn't have to be an hour long prayer. You know, just get to the point. You know, the shortest prayer out there is help me, Lord. You know, right. <laughs> he knows what you he knows what you need help with. So ask for help. And so if you're needing some joy, then just say, Lord, help me find this joy. I know it's here. Where is it? It's like the two uh, two kids, you know, that, uh, you know, there was this big pile of manure. And one kid jumped right in it and started flailing along and you know, looking all over for it. And the other one goes, I can't believe it's just a pile of manure. And the other kid says, I know, but there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. You know, you got to find that fun. You got to find that joy and you got to ask for it. Just ask for it. If, it. if you're not seeing it, ask for it. And then then go search for it and go find it. If you pull up some puppies playing around on YouTube, you might find something that kind of lighten your load there a little bit. Get, get yourself in the right environment, like Angie says. Changing your environment. It's a big one. Just get up and move. Um, Cause uh, so it, when we have a lack of joy, that's, that's when that's my, my 51% rule that, that would be your drop below that 51% line. And now you're in that struggle zone where how do we claw ourselves out of that to get at least above that line where we're 51% positive and we're hopeful and we we're able to even access uh, you know, because when you're below that line, you can't even necessarily sometimes access the tools that are at our disposal, like the cute, you know, penguin videos on YouTube or whatever it is. You know, when you're below that line, sometimes those tools are beyond us. But the uh, yeah, so and this is this is just something. In fact, I was just posting this to my group meet. Uh, so we do a, a a small group on Friday nights. Um, there's a, there's a group of us that meet. And uh, we have a group me account. You guys know what that is. It's uh, it's an it basically my, my app back up. Yeah. Yeah. So we so we 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 share messages across you know with each other um, on that. And um, one of the things that I I posted well one of the things I said last night and then I posted this morning was this idea of optimism. Right. You and you and I spoke a lot about optimism. And um, I really started digging into the idea of what is, you know, and we talked about happiness last week, you know, this idea of being happy and joy is just part of being happy, right? It's on the spectrum of the higher end of the spectrum of happiness, right? Well, optimism is this idea that how we see the world, you know, is, you know, is the glass half empty? Is the glass half full, right? It's this, it's this idea of what is it that you're, what is it that you're focused on? And uh, so much of what I've learned 
is that it's just as easy to focus on the glass half full as it is the glass half empty. And if you see the glass half full, well, now you have the potential to see the joy. If you see the glass half empty, all you see is, you know, what's missing, right? So you're, you're seeing, you're seeing, I don't have joy right now, right? You don't see the possibility of finding the joy. You see, I don't have the joy, right? You see the negative of what it is. And uh, so I think, you know, it's perspective is so much about just, it's taking a situation, taking an environment or a, an event and, and looking at it and saying, okay, I choose, I choose to respond to this situation in this way, right? Even, even if I don't feel the joy, if I, if I, you know, like Mike said, if I reach out to God and I say, God, I said, help me find the joy in this situation. I want to find the joy in this situation. I know it's there. I believe it. You know, it's, it's coming. It's right around the corner, right? Right there. By the end of that, you know, those sentences, you're already feeling more joyful. You know, you're already feeling happier, right? Because you're emitting a positive energy. You're, you're, you're focusing on what is coming, what is, what is promised to you. All right. I had my friend Monica, she, she, she mental, she, she had a great point about um, the Bible and uh, it was, it was a Joseph that wrestled um, with God, with Jesus, I guess it was Jesus. Uh, and uh, he wrestled all night. Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say, I know that's not the right name. It's Jacob. Thank you. So Jacob wrestles with God all night. Right. And, um, and then, you know, at the end, and, you know, God touches, or it's Jesus actually touches his hip and, and, and he gives him a pain. Right. And then, and then at the very end, he says, Jacob says, you know, now show me the blessing. Right. I've wrestled with you all night, Lord. I wrestled with you all night and I'm hurting now. I have pain. I have I, this. I'm going to remember this because I have this pain that I have. Now show me the blessing. Show me what it is that I'm going to get out of this. Right. This is this is what am I what am I going to carry forward out of this besides this pain? And that is that's what hope is. That's what joy is. That's what these that's what the fruit is. The fruit is what comes out of the struggle. And, and the struggle is in the heart. What am I wrestling with? Why am I holding on to things that are not godly? Why am I refusing to let this knowledge, this faith of, of redemption and this, this faith of, of everlasting life? Why am I holding on to something that's less than that? Let that go. Let that belief into your heart. And, then, and, and the more you believe that, the more faith you have, the more faith you have, the more joy you have, even in the difficult situations. Amen. When we're around a, a group of believers, like right now, we're all right here standing in God's anointing right now. And, you know, when two or more come together, you know, there's just, there's even more power. And so when we're alone, like say you're in the house alone, like no one else is around, there's not another human around and it's just you and God. Cause I know in the past that's happened to me where I have gotten, you know, you're just by yourself. You have, you know, you're wrestling with your thoughts and, you know, up in head all the time. And, you know, being, you being able to have the tools, first of all, to get in the heart and, and remember that that seed is there and cultivate it when we're stuck in our head. Um, that's where the, that's the double-mindedness. That's where we, the, the, how do we get out of that? Like I, I've got, 
thoughts and ideas around this, but I wanted to throw that out there a little deeper because right now we've got, we're surrounded by God's power at the moment with all of us here, but when we're alone and it's just us and God, how do we still call upon that? And I know Mike does YouTube videos with penguins and stuff. (laughs) And puppies. But yeah, you know, I, I've always, when I've gotten into situations like that, I, um, I tend to reach out to people and I mean, I'm, I'm a salesman. So, I, you know, I know that sometimes I'm bothering other people. No, it doesn't matter. I, I'm in need right now and I need somebody. I have five people right now in my life I know I can reach out to. So I have my right hand. I have the five people. In my left hand, I have the other five people. 10 people in my life I know I could reach out to at any moment and somebody is going to take the time of those 10 people and they're going to stay, you know, they're going to talk to me. And I've done that. I've reached out, uh, whether it be in the middle of the night or in the early parts of the morning. Um, You just need to find somebody uh, that you can reach out to. And there are out there. I mean, there's four people on this podcast that can reach out to each other. So I just, you know, I know when you're alone, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to somebody else. I think uh, they, they will be, they will be feeling so blessed that you thought of them in that moment. And that's, that is really brilliant that you've been able to surround yourself with those people. And I know there's people out there potentially listening to the pod, to this podcast right now that don't, they don't have that in place yet. Do you remember that you know before you had that in place like what what were your steps in putting that together like how did you find those people and how did that come about well first off uh, i've always looked for one good friend that i could always count on and i heard that way back in my as a little kid my grandfather said to me he says just find one good friend that's all you need you don't need 10 friends you don't need 20 friends you don't need 100 friends you need one good friend, and so that's what I looked for when I was a little, when I was just a little guy, and that turned into another one and another one, and and yeah, I just built it over time. But you got to start with one. You got to have somebody. There, there is somebody out there. Don't think there isn't somebody. There is somebody out there that you could talk to, and you got. Go ahead. You know, which is a good um, segue for our website because. We have a place on our website where listeners can connect with us. If, if you need prayer requests or need to talk through a difficult situation with a trusted fellow believer, or even if you're not a believer yet, you know, some, someone that you want to, if, you, if you're feeling a calling to one of us, you can reach out to us through our website and we would be happy to discuss with you what you know and and help you you know wherever whatever wherever you at right now will help you make Jesus real in your life help you make that shift to be god focused uh, and keep listening to the podcast cuz that's what we're all about on this podcast is how do we keep our eyes focused on god and connect our what we know in our heads down and anchor it into our hearts and just and start cultivating that fruit and then creating the environments around us to make 
the to bring that fruit into fruition that was a alliteration fruit into fruition that's a <laughs> oh uh, playing with words but uh it's that's what it takes you're just getting around good people that believe in in similar things and it's good that we have differing ideas and thoughts and that's what i i know we're going to flush out on this podcast there'll be some some good conversations back and forth bantering and we're good at the uh there's a lot of people on this call really good at doing the flip and you know, let's dig in a little deeper and think, well, what about, <laughs> and how about this? So that's our hope for this podcast is to be able to bring, bring out those questions and let's talk about it. And so if you're, and if you're listening and you have a question that you want us to talk about on this podcast, you know, put, submit that through our website as well, godfocuspodcast.com. And we've got a few more minutes here. So anyone else have any thoughts around joy? We're all going to run out of here and be joyful every day for the rest of our lives. Yes. <laughs> of course. The ups and the downs of life are going to happen. And we know this truth in our head. And like Kevin beautifully described how when it's anchored in our heart and we, we really believe and we trust that it's there and that we, we focus on it and that the hope uh, that, you know, it's, it's in our hearts. And sometimes we just maybe can't grab, we can't grab onto it. Never give up, stay focused on God, stay focused on the idea that that seed, it's not going to, joy is not going to grow up and turn into hatred it, joy does not grow up and turn into, you know, something evil. It's when you give it the right environment, it's going to turn into something beautiful that you'll never be able to guess. It's going to come in beautiful ways. I'd love for anyone, if anyone has any, any personal stories around this. Um, I'm trying to think. Robin, Robin can talk a little bit about you know, her morning and some of the uh, things that she went through this morning. Yeah. Even just this morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I had, a <laughs> I had a lot of challenges. I, um, I lost my, uh, my internet connection because, uh, well, actually my provider, um, increased the speed and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't working for me. It was, um, I had restart, uh, restart, Started the modem, and then after that, my computer would not stay online. I was offline, and I was uh, offline this week in several ways, <laughs> just like my laptop. Um, I'll tell you what, <laughs> you know, and Angel, I'll bring you back to uh, your side note on uh, you were talking about rejoicing, joy and rejoice. Is that correct? Yep, absolutely. Okay, so I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even, other than saying, God help me, this is a disaster. I, <laughs> I started singing. <clears throat> and that is, you know, music and singing brings me a lot of joy. And I know that we all share um, that in common. <laughs> and one of the songs I was singing said, um, we go in faith, our own great weakness feeling and needing more each day thy grace to know 
Yet from our hearts, a song of triumph pealing. We rest on thee and in thy name we go. And for the listeners or for people who have never heard of this word, I'm not talking about peeling in the sense of, you know, peeling in an orange, peeling in this song. It's an old word, P-E-A-L. And when applied to a bell, it's like when all of them start ringing together and the noise just, um, you know, echoes on and on. But when applied to singing and laughter and, and even thunder, thunder, you know, people sometimes refer to peals of thunder. It's just like within my soul and my spirit, I was just singing so loud. I thought the roof was going to come off because I believed, I believe in these words. I believe in uh, what God says in his word. And I kept saying over and over, God, you are faithful. Um, God, what you say you will do. And no matter how I feel, Lord, in this moment, (laughs) I was really panicked because I'm like, Lord, I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss this message that you have. You know, he was just drawing my focus, drawing me back to him and my eyes back to him. I hope that makes sense. Um, a couple of my uh, good buddies from college this week, they've been having some hard times. And just in this week, uh, I know the Lord spoke. I know the Lord spoke through me to them because their focus was off and I knew it. I didn't know what I was saying until afterwards, but I have a, um, both of those friends actually are Christians and one of them is devastated by uh, the outcome of, well, let's just say the election and everything surrounding that. And uh, she was bummed out by the inauguration day. And um, then my other friend, uh, she's been really depressed because her uh, oldest son who has a severe uh, mental illness, he went off his meds and moved to a different state and lost all of his benefits and the, uh, the housing that he had. And she could not see um, anything but the, the future consequences and devastations of his choices. But what I said to both of them is this. One thing the Lord has taught me during this pandemic is that I don't have to give in to um, the negative thoughts. I don't have to listen to uh, the people who are glass half full. How is it, Kevin? The pessimist. I don't have to listen to the pessimist. And um, I said out loud, and I mean, I was, I said it later so loud, I was screaming. I said, Lord, I refuse, I refuse, I refuse to go back there. I refuse to stay in depression. I don't care if this whole world crumbles around me. I don't care if the U.S. crumbles. You know, I'm, I'm sticking with you. I'm hanging with you, Lord. I am grabbing onto you, and I'm not looking back. And I'm not sure how it sunk into... Um, 
my friend who's concerned about the State of the Union. But as far as my other friend, you know, I literally the next day heard this, heard a change in her voice. And I just said, thank you, God, because uh, that is grace and that is your goodness. You know, and it brought joy to me because she's she's been so down and I didn't know how to lift her up. And guess what? The Lord did. So you were the willing vessel and he (laughs) spoke through you. That's awesome. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And he spoke today through you guys. I'm glad I'm here to hear. <laughs> Yay, I'm glad you made it in. You persevered through all the obstacles and found oh, the joy. <laughs> yeah. Found the joy in the midst of it. Because that life throws us all sorts of crazy circumstances. And, you know, it's just like what Kevin was saying. It, you know, it, it's the focus. You know, we can we can like dwell in the garbage and the ick and the uck and we sure we've got to, you know, step through that stuff, but it's going through it, knowing that keeping our eyes on Jesus and our focus on God and knowing that the, the fruit of the spirit is in us. And for some people it, you know, it's, you know, an interesting, I like to use the word interesting um, human thing to like find the lesson in different things. And there's, that's a whole nother conversation. Cause I have some thoughts around that, <laughs> but um, whatever it is for you that I, you know, cause there's so many different ways that people can create the environment to grow the seed of joy. Um, just keep your eyes focused on God. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Surround yourself with good people. Um, MJ has a, a, an additional comment. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. It just it hit, it just hit me. Yeah, it just hit me like a ton of bricks here. We're going to go through trials. There's going to be trials down here. We have to go through these trials because he says, rejoice for what you got rid of. I will bring you through this. You will get through this. You just have to rejoice that you're going to get rid of it. So I'm just, you know, that's my last point. And then uh, are we going to end in prayer? Go ahead. Lead us through it, MJ. Well, Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day. And thank you for all the friends that we have in the family. And thank you, Lord, for what you bring us on a daily basis. And we rejoice in the fact that you put that in us. And we just have to accept it and just love you so much more because you gave it to us and just be there for other people and reach out your hand and you could rejoice together in your holy name. Amen. Amen. And just, just think about all the different ways that God has worked this week, you know, between last week's conversation and this week's conversation, the joy flowing through each of us, you know, Kevin with your group and Robin through, you know, the people in your life and um, all the different stories shared just in this last week. Um, Awesome. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. 
And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying, thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.